I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Hi, Carolina. Why are you looking so cute today? I had a lot of work to do today that required me to show my face. That's why. Did you? Did it require the high pony with the little hair wrapped around? Because, you know, you can't show off that elastic band. You know, this is my Ariana Picante. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute did you hear ariana grande just bought a 14 million dollar house i didn't see that but i did see she unfollowed starbucks why oh wait what happened with with that well the whole black lives matter you know fiasco where they said that none of their employees were going to be allowed to wear anything black lives matter i thought um, they changed that though was it because of people like ariana they changed it but she's not with it so she deleted them she was like unfollow I had enough yeah. females in my life. You just wait until she needs like an ice cream tea this summer. And then we're <laughs> gonna, it's going to be a whole different story. Oh, welcome to Life in Spanglish, honey German. It has only been a week and I feel like it's been a year since the last time I spoke to you. It's so crazy, Carolina, because it's just like so much happens in one week. In my, in my life has have things like ever moved this fast. I'm talking like I went outside and people were like, Corona is gone. Like, okay. I watched your Instagram story. I've been hanging out at home. You uh -huh. said that. And then funny enough, there was a headline or a um, article written by Time Magazine. And it said, America is done with COVID-19. They are. COVID-19 is not done with America. And it's like, if it that's is. not the truth. It is. It really is. Carolina, listen, I was outside, right? I was outside in Jersey in the Bronx and uptown in Midtown and in you went on a tour. Yeah. yeah I, I wanted to see how people were moving this weekend. Carolina, people are outside. No no wonder Cuomo was like, I'm gonna lock your asses back up. People, <laughs> not, not everyone, but a lot of people are done with corona. I was on like I was in Midtown. I went through the village. I'm talking like hundreds of people outside of the bars drinking and hanging out like just yeah. like whatever like people are done with COVID-19 like they're like I'm ready to get back to my regular life I'm gonna risk it all 
But that's the thing. It's like, you know, we've spoken about this at length over the past couple of episodes, you know, and I don't want to spend too much more time on it because I feel like there's like quarantine fatigue, there's COVID fatigue, but like, I definitely believe that there is something, I think New Yorkers, I do have to big us up right now because I think we crushed it as far as like the social distancing and staying home. I really do. I think the numbers show it. I think the behavior shows it. I think that now we're getting a little too relaxed and that's why, as you said with Cuomo, he's like kind of whipping us into shape. Mm -hmm. But my hope is that we did the good work in the beginning we did we, we really did an amazing job first of all carolina the fact that they were able to lock down new york for like two full right. months and that mm-hmm. people weren't outside like boycotting and like wilding out like because of the pandemic and because of the lockdown that's huge that's huge. i almost i almost regret not taking a trip into the city at that point to see how beautiful it was without anyone without the hustle and bustle as we know it well you know guys okay so we're gonna let you in on a little secret right now What's so earlier well, you know what the secret is. Earlier today, we got an email from our, uh, you know, from our company saying, you know, yeah. we're expecting to move back into the offices on such and such date. And, you know, a little part of me, a little tiny part of me was like, oh man. But then there was that other part where it's like, I get to be me again. I get to go back to the city. I get yeah. to start really getting back into my routine of who I am and how I move. And it's like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I definitely have that re-entry anxiety and we're going to keep you guys posted and let you know how things go for us, like along the way, you know, but how did you feel when you saw it? Um, I wasn't expecting anything sooner. Labor day was kind of like my, my own, you know, cut off, like, okay, this is the time that maybe I'll get back into the, into the train. And then I was like, okay, you know, things are starting to reopen. So maybe working from home right. isn't that bad. Once I can go outside, because working from home, you know, while I've been blessed and, and, and happy to have a job, being at home and only doing one thing, which was working and then maybe right. cooking, like it's been a lot for me. Like mm-hmm. it, it really mm-hmm. has. And it, the other day I was like, I want my life back. Like I really feel like my whole entire core of who I was, how I moved, where I went, like it was all stripped. But don't you think that says something about us though, that like our work defines us? Like I was thinking about this too, because in the past I would be like, I was that person that was overscheduled and you know that, I mean, you would see me on Mondays and you know, we're all overscheduled though. I'm not just saying it for myself. I feel like you, your worth was put into how much time you had left, right? Like, oh, I can't, I'm just so busy. I don't have time for this or that, you know? And so I think that that this is a great reset. That really was both of us, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's mm-hmm. like every time you would look at, like, you were d- doing something, I-, I could barely, like, I'm like, walk and talk, walk and talk. Like, we were both heading somewhere as soon as we finished. But I'm um, always out of breath, you know? It's like, I always sound like I ran a marathon, don't look like it. But I always sound like, I'm like, okay, I got to go here. Okay, mm, yeah. So, you know, but, like, now this has really made me pause and take a moment and, like, really digest what's going on and also try to see how I can continue some of these good practices practices that I've picked up along the way. You know what I mean? Like to be present and to put the phone down, to not be so locked into social media and stuff. So, um, but no, speaking of which you posted a meme today and I was crying when I saw it and it's talking about (laughs) all of the fantasies you had as a kid when your parents would be mad at you. Bro, not when my parents were mad at me, when my mother (laughs) used to beat the living shit out of me. I was 
were you making plans? I was like, I'm just going to run away from home. I'm going to run away and they are going to miss me and I'm going to show them. And by the way, I was like nine. Okay. Carlina, I was that kid that used to say, I wish, I wish I was never born. Like that's how dramatic I was. Like that is drama. You know, I actually look exactly like my dad and I even accuse them. I'm not from this family. I don't, Believe. I don't believe I belong in this family. Yeah, but Latino parents, like growing up, it was just accustomed to like beat your kids, you know? Like, well, yeah. Maybe not all families, but I got whipped. I got whipped like at least once a week. Like, my mother wanted to see blood. If I cursed, oh my gosh. If I cursed, my mother needed to bust my lip. Like, I needed to go to sleep, you know, with the whole like heat, <laughs> as we call it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't catch your breath. That's how Ugly Kim Kardashian cried. So, but trust me, every time I would get that beat down, I would be like, nah, I got to escape this family. I got to figure out where I can. <laughs> and you know what? I used to go live with my grandmother at times. Sometimes I would live with my grandmother for like six months. Sometimes I would go live with my dad for like a year. She would give you a sabbatical? That's, yeah. that's like literally a sabbatical. My mom would not let us escape. She was no. like, no, 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 no. You stay here. Se van a quedar aquí en esta casa. You know, like she was just not playing with letting us escape to anybody else's house. No, my mother wanted a break from me. I was a really, really bad kid. Like a, that, that kid that you're like, wow, this kid is going to put me in an early grade. That was me. But my mom explains a lot of things to me now that mm-hmm. makes sense and she's just like you know you were reading when you were like two and a half years old she was like you were just mentally very mature so right. when I wanted to discipline you and tell you how to do things you already thought you were an adult because you were so far advanced mentally so we, we mm-hmm. clashed a lot because when I was 10 I probably had the mentality of 15 year old so it was just like I'm 10 years old but don't tell me what to do don't tell me how to dress don't tell me where to sit so of course that don't sit right with any parent no, no, of course. Well, right now I'm going through with my two. I said to my son, Noah, I go, you know, last week of distance learning, we did it. You can do this. I have like a big present for them for the last day of school. Oh, you do? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I want to just celebrate them. They rocked it, you know? And so I said to him the other day, I said, come on, buddy, you can do this. You know, we got to earn. He goes, mom, I don't even know why you're making me do this. I already know all this stuff. And I said, oh, okay. I go, well, no, there's a whole lot that you don't know. And, uh, and he goes, mommy, come on. And I say, but it's like, he's very serious when he says it, like he truly believes and he knows, you know, but it's like, I have a different way of parenting. And so for him, I'm just like, well, you might know a lot, but there's always something to learn, you know? There so, is always something to learn. Even as adults, you know, I love teaching, but I also love learning. And can I tell you one thing, Carolina, the other day, please. I felt like I need an older person in my life, if that, if that makes sense. Like somebody I can go to because I've become the go-to person for everybody else. And, you know, I'm using my mom more now. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me just use my mom more. But I, I, at the beginning, I disassociated herself. You know, I dissociated mm-hmm. like me from being able to go to her because I felt like, okay, she's my mom. I can't really like tell her the things I want to say or mm-hmm. she's not going to understand, you know, because she's 60. It's like, she's not going to get it. But now it's like, I've turned to her during the pandemic and I find that she's there. I can use her and and I can ask her these questions. And for like 20 years, I haven't resorted to her for anything. 
That's growth. That's growth for both of you. You know, I mean, I think I found that space with my mom because I didn't necessarily get along with my mother growing up either. And I think that might be like, maybe, I don't know if it's a woman thing because I don't have daughters, but you know, I definitely clashed with my mother, maybe because we're both very motivated, hard-headed or stubborn, however you want to put it. But like, I definitely found that space with my mom later on in my twenties. And I think eventually you do find that, you know, like you, you find a way to go back to them for that advice or, you know, for their input. Whereas before I never wanted to know what she thought, you know, I didn't either. My mom, in my mind, my mom did not exist when it came to like seeking advice or being, yeah. What does she know? Yeah. What yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't want to talk to my mom about my marriage problems. I want to talk to my girlfriends. But then I started realizing, I'm like, okay, I am the girlfriend that gives the advice. Like, who's advising me? And who better than Venezia that's been married three times? Like, I mean, <laughs> you experience, okay? You need uh, rent an abuelita. You need a rent <laughs> one. It's like, we need to start a business, you know? Or, or alquila abuelita. Um okay. Well, you know what? I just think that now as we've grown out of this whole like situation, I think that's the beautiful thing. And we had mentioned this in the last podcast is that your family, you guys have become even more bond. Your bond is stronger. You become more connected. And that's always a beautiful thing. You know, at least for me, I think it's wonderful to find those inroads with people because that's going to last, you know? It's good. It's good. I I feel like the, the most amazing things that come out of all of this has been my ability to like reconnect with my family. Like we're all, we, we're all gonna go like see my mom for her birthday. Like we've never done that. I'm talking like- But see, like, that's never. awesome. That's we great. We have planned like, oh, we're gonna surprise mom. It's like, I, I've told you, you know, in, in all of our life in Spanglish listeners that, you know, some people reach out to me like, I have a very conflicted relationship with my mom, just like you do. And I, I want, Whoever is listening that has this situation to know that there can be a resolution, that that there can be a change. Like I really thought like I am going to die with a bad relationship with my mom, but these past few months it's gotten so much better. And it's like, we no longer argue. Now it's like, we joke around. I'm like, mom, did you see Trump? Oh, si lo vi. You know, and we go back and forth. So it's like, that's, that's something, that's something I'm proud of actually. That's amazing. And there's common ground there and you found it, you know, like, and despite like the circumstances, which I'm sure you wish they would have been better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that you didn't have to find it in this way, but I think it's just, it's wonderful. And you know what, you need to cultivate that and make sure that it continues. Now we got a problem on our hands What's because the What's the problem? Father's Day is coming up, honey. Jeremy. Oh my God. Yes, Carolina. What's going to happen Father's Day? Okay. So I did the most on this Father's Day because I couldn't go to stores. Now, mind you, I told you before, Mark is very different from Nooney. He does not want anything. He does not want me to buy him things. He doesn't want shoes. He's not, there isn't anything that I could buy this guy that he would be like, this is amazing. Other than a dog. Okay. That's all this man wants in his life. He wants a dog. No, girl, he doesn't want just a dog. He wants a fucking German Shepherd, okay? Listen, that's my dream dog. Don't get me. Oh, my gosh. I'm talking to the wrong person then. So I stupidly said, no, no. I said to my girlfriends, I said, all right, I'm going to call. I'm going to get this ball rolling. I'm going to try to get this dude a dog because, like, that is just mine. First of all, all the shelters are closed. Even if the shelters were open, 
all of the dogs have been um, adopted or rescued. Oh, yes, you're Because right. quarantine time, because I said I would get him a German Shepherd mix. I, I rescued my last baby, my, my little girl, my Chihuahua mix. And, um, and I always try to go to the rescues first, you know, because I do think that there are some really incredible dogs. So no, I got shut down by um, three of the ones that are around here. So I said, all right, well, let me reach out to some breeders. I had a breeder laugh at me on the phone. She said, you want a what? I said, I would like, I'm inquiring about a puppy. She said, well, you're going to need to wait until December at this point because people are dog crazy. Who knew? Who knew that like everybody has been going for these dogs, right? And so um, I found one that said that she might have a litter in July or something that where somebody might drop out. I said, can you put me on a list? She goes, well, you're like 10th on the list. Oh, come on, lady. So I said, this is just like, so anyway, I, oh shit. Oops. Hold on. Let's decline that. Okay. Um, are they going to hear that on the podcast? Well, no, I'm going to edit it out now. <laughs> I was going to say, leave it. Who cares? People need to know we're like doing this on our computer. We can leave it. Leave it. Make your life easier. So then I asked his mom to send me like a million pictures of him with um, his father. My husband's father passed the year after we were married. So he never got to meet our sons. He was, I mean, honey, it's a really beautiful thing. Like I was looking through these pictures of my husband with his dad when he was a kid the look in his dad's eyes of adoration and just love, you know, it was, it was so incredible to just do that. So I made a photo album for him to share with our boys because our boys always ask about his dad and he doesn't really talk about him. Yeah. I don't know if it's a guy thing. I don't know if it makes him sad. You know, Mark is just like a steel trap. Like he just doesn't emote really. So I'm really hoping I get some tears on this Father's Day. I said that's that's so the cute. yeah yeah. So um, make sure you I record did... it. Make sure you record it when he opens up the video. Even I mean the 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 album. Even if it's just for you, I record a lot of stuff. I'm a rec- I'm the person that records everything. Like yeah, but then I don't know what to do with it. Like what do I do? My memory is full, honey. Where oh, do I put this shit? <laughs> you need to upgrade your damn phone. Talking about your memory is full. Like listen. What? I record everything. I'm going to tell you, during the pandemic, Nooney's best friend caught COVID. Oh, jeez. And this man really thought he was going to die. And he was being a real big baby. And I recorded him every single time on FaceTime. And I have those videos that I'm going to share them with him one day. Oh, my gosh. That's so thoughtful, though. Like, I just don't think that way. While they would be on FaceTime, I would record Nooney's phone so that he can have these videos later on because he was really like, I'm going to die. Like That's so scary though. That, that is, is so scary. scary. But it's like, that's the bottom. Like this is your worst moment in your life. And like, you can have it on video. You can watch it and you can see what you dodged. I'm that, <laughs> I'm that person. <laughs> Look, you were being a drama king. Okay, so now I'm going to just throw this back at you so you can realize how extra you were being. Um, no, but talking about our husbands, you had Noonie on your Instagram live and I was, or on your- um, My story. Honey, you need to be nicer to Noonie. I'm, he was, he was hangry. You were, you were busting on him. He was just trying to drink his sun-kissed in peace. 
and you barking on me. Listen, you don't even understand when this man is hungry. I'm hungry. I'm just hungry. I'm starving. And I'm like, oh, can we go here? No, I'm hungry. Like, until I don't feed this man, things do not neutralize and calm down. But now, are you responsible for that now even more because of the pandemic? Like, have you been feeding this man? Like, you're responsible for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? He's responsible for breakfast, and then I'm responsible for, like, lunch and dinner. And But now, you know what's crazy, Caroline? Like, the first uh, month and a half, we were, like, crazy in the kitchen. Now, it's just, Mm -hmm. like, I'm tired of eating. I am tired of cooking. Uh, get a pizza at Aldi's and put it in the oven. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Those five-course meals, rasta pasta, you know, Chinese food. Those days are gone. Se fueron. (laughs) Outdoor dining is open. I'm about to go to Rooney's on a weekend, get a table by the corner. Like, Oh, my gosh. No. This man's made. I gave my kids Lucky Charms the other night for dinner because I am a cool mom. I'm not a regular mom. I said to them, I go, you know what? Are you hungry? They said, yeah. And I was like, there's leftovers. They're like, we don't want leftovers. And I said, you know what we're going to do? They said, what? I go, I'm going to give you guys a treat. I said, it's Lucky Charms night. They lost their minds. One of them took his shirt off. He was swinging his shirt around. I'm not even kidding you. The little one, he took his shirt. He was like, Lucky Charms. Like they're like, mom has completely lost it. Listen, mama is sick and tired. How about that? That's what I said. That's what I said. I was like, you can have leftovers. There's some pizza. It was like on a Tuesday. The pizza was leftover from Friday. So, you know, it was like not even good anymore or fresh. But like, that's the thing. I said, I'm going to release myself of any of the like pressure judgments. I'm going to let them have those moments, pancakes for dinner. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, those are the memories that they're going to remember. Yeah, no, they are. And it's, listen, they're already locked up. Like we, like we can talk about this forever. Like being pretty much like on house arrest for the past few months has been hard on adults, but it's been even harder on kids because it's like people that are working. It's like those kids are ignored half the time because you don't have time to be coddling them and talking to them all day long. It's like, now I do. You do. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. don't like, of course, thank God you do. Imagine being stressed out with a boss all day long, demanding your attention from 9am to 5pm. How do you even like take care of the kids, homeschool them, talk to my heart? My heart hurts for one of my dearest friends. She is a, she's a seven to seven-er, is what I say. 7 a.m. in the morning until seven o'clock at night. You know, that was like her commute. She would leave at seven o'clock in the morning and be back by seven with her kids. And so her boss doesn't understand the limitations. So this girl has been doing it all. And I feel for her. I really, really do. Because I said, you know, I get to turn it off after 10 and my meetings and whatever. I get to be fully present for my kids. Like That's, that's not doesn't. Yeah, it's not everybody and it's not lost on me, man. You know, it's, it's a it's gift. Not. And then I think a lot of people are very afraid of losing their jobs during this pandemic. So they're not wanting to set any boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, I can't say no. I can't not jump on calls. I cannot not jump on meetings because people are very fearful that like, you know, if you lose your job now, when can you possibly be employed again? And it's like, you know, you have people right now taking advantage of the extra $600 that are coming in through the stimulus package, but that's only till July 31st. After July 31st, you're on your own. There's no more thousand dollars a week. What is this? What is this vacation stimulus that you were talking about though, or that power posted earlier today? There's some oh, type of $4,000 yeah. check or something. Is this for certain people or what is that about? So it's like, it's going to be like a uh, tax break. 
like $4,000 worth of tax break. Mm -hmm. so, so they're encouraging like for people to travel and then spend up to $4,000 and you put it on your taxes of like a, a tax break, like a travel tax break. That's what it is. So we're not getting a travel check, but we'll gotcha. be, yeah, we'll be, I'm glad I read that article. Cause I did not know you were going to ask me, but you know, my nosy ass was like, is, is, I <laughs> is Trump sending me $4,000 to go back to DR for a month? Cause I need to know. I said to my husband, we were scheduled to go on vacation. Um, and I said to my husband, I go, the only way I will travel within the next six months is if they come up with a human sized condom for me to wear all over my body okay. so that I can just strip that thing down. No lube, by the way, because I'll just, I'll take that shit off. I said, I am not trying right now to like get on any planes. You know, I've actually Googled, this is how freaking crazy I am, honey. I'm embarrassed to say this. I Googled disposable seat covers, disposable tray covers. I have about 70 of them in my house. I already ordered them because I thought we were going to go on this vacation to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. so, so I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking these kids are going to get on this plane and be touching everything. Thank goodness it got canceled, you know, because if they cancel the flight, you get your money back, right? Yeah. But they canceled credit. I got two credits. I didn't get no money back from anybody. No, they can't. They, they straight up canceled the flight. Yeah. So when they canceled it on this airline, at least um, yeah. on Hawaiian air, um, they give you your money back. Oh. So because it was canceled. And so I said to Mark, what am I going to do with 72 tray covers? Oh my God. Why do you have so much? It was Amazon. And I thought, you know, these kids are always putting their fingers and stuff all over the place. I'm just going to like, you know, cover the whole thing in these tray table covers. But like, for real, like, what is it going to take? I saw somebody, a reporter on a plane, and I'm not even exaggerating, wearing goggles, wearing a mask. That. I think I saw that. <laughs> Did you see that? It it was on NBC Nightly News, right? Okay, so this guy went on. He was wearing goggles that were like suctioned to his eyes. He was wearing a mask. He had on, um, he said that he had on gloves. He wiped down the seats. He did all of that. I just, I don't know how long it's going to be until I get out and about again like that. I'm traveling in like two weeks. Stop it. Where are you going? I'm done, Carolina. I'm going to chem clean you if I just I'm done, Carolina. I'm over it. And so many people that I know have been traveling during the pandemic, like to Arizona, no. to Florida, and they- They're part of the problem. That's the spike. Yeah, but they don't have corona and they never caught corona. So it's weird, you know? So it's like- I'm messing with you. No. I need, I I need a break. I need a break of scenery. I need to like get out of my house. Like, Where I'm are you sad. going? I'm going to go to Miami. Like, so my, my, um, my brother lives in Miami. Okay. And um, I'm just going to go work from there. Good for you. Good for you. Listen, I'm not going to be out and about. I'm going to go home. I mean, he's, I'm, I'm negative. He's negative. And I'm just going to go down there and just, you know, change my scenery. I've been in this house since March. I am going yeah. crazy. When I, I don't blame you. No, you need that mental sanity. You need the mental sanity. I mean, for me, I'm, you know, I don't want to say I'm stuck here, but I am going to be here with my kids. Like they, they have, have camp have and all kids. that stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. it's a little bit different. It's like, for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to go work for Miami for two weeks. Like nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to Good for me. you. I, I applaud it. I think it's wonderful. I want you to burn the clothes that you go and wear some old nasty ass clothes that 
Well, when I you got take outfits, honey. Don't play with me. I got new clothes to go to Miami. You are not impressing anybody on that plane, honey, German. You wear I'm clothes that you will Listen, throw I'm, away. On the, on the plane, first of all, the plane, the middle row, nobody gets to sit in it. So, like, it's only, like, window and aisle. Oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. And I don't know. It's like I started to feel like New York was, like, the epicenter of the, of the corona. It's like, where else can I go that could be worse than New York? Uh, right now, Florida or Arizona. <laughs> no, you know what it is. I just think like this is a time where you have to really be non-judgmental. And I swear to you, I'm not judging you. I actually am a little bit envious because my whole family is in Florida. Yeah. And I and my whole family is in Florida too. I said to my sister, they all got together this past week and they were sending pictures and I was like, FOMO. I said, you know, I'm just so sad that I can't be there with you guys, but I do know the best place for me to be right now is to stay put and to like be here with my kids. You yeah. Know? You know, that brings me to this, Carolina. I feel like, I feel, I see a lot of people just judging so much and it's like, yeah. Like, Everybody knows when it's going to be right for them to go outside. Everybody knows when it's going to be okay for them to travel. Every, but I just see like, oh my God, people are outside. Oh my God, this person went here. It's like the most. It's such an individual thing. It really it's such an, is. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if you decide you want to stay in your house through September, like go for it. There are right. people that their mental requires that they step outside. They don't mm -hmm. they want to go to a park or they want to, like, I went to the beach and it was amazing. Like, just looking mm -hmm. at the ocean and hearing the waves and, and the birds and the sunshine, like, it, it actually helped me. Like, Nature's cure. Spiritually, mentally, mm -hmm. emotionally, I just felt better. Like, And my, you need to do that then. Then you need to do that for you. There are people who like, don't. Oh, well, I saw you at the beach. You're going to catch so what? Oh, my God. No, you're not. God. Like, what's no, you're going? not. You can't be going out looking all cute, though, without a mask, because I did call you out on that picture. Well, I know, Carolina, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to take the picture with the mask. I, I was never the person that took the picture with the mask. Like, everybody, selfies with the mask, I'm like, okay, here we go. Do we want to understand? I've seen, like, 3,000 of these selfies with the stupid mask. You don't want my DIY um, purse no. duster. No, <laughs> it's over. If you didn't do the mask with the situation in, in oh March, my gosh. April, you would... Let it go. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to start posting all of my, <laughs> my homemade masks. And you know what? You know, I, I want to talk a little bit about posting on social media, Carolina, because I, go keep, ahead. I keep talking to different people and they don't know like what to post or if they can post or if they can post about their life. And you know, a yeah. lot of people are like in, in weird spaces. Like I was talking to Ashley and you know, she's a makeup influencer, like a beauty mm -hmm. influencer and her and like other influencers are like, do people really want to see me post my makeup right now? Like considering the climate and everything that's happening with Black Lives Matter, with people dying, with Corona, with police brutality. And, you know, social media is a weird space right now. I'll tell you. It that really now. is. As far uh, as your tone, what you post, how you look. Here's the issue. Okay. So I don't know what advice you gave Ashley, but me knowing Ashley and what a sincere and beautiful person she is. Mm -hmm. My advice to her would be to preface whatever video she's going to be doing by saying like, Hey guys, I know there's a lot going on right now. I, you know, but, um, I thought maybe it might be time for me to share something positive with you guys that might be helpful. But the problem is people don't listen. People just scroll through, they tap through, and then they would, they would miss that they will. and only get, 
oh, I can't believe that Ashley is posting makeup videos right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. even with the best of intentions, that's why I think you just got to be true to you. She you has do. to be you true do. to herself. And she's doing such an amazing job. Both her and Bella, they've been posting like beauty brands owned by black women, black owned. I've businesses. seen it. Yeah. Like they're trying so hard to like really give back and in a genuine way, like they really want to mm -hmm. help. They really want to be involved. They really want to bring awareness. But a lot of people are stuck on like, is it appropriate for me to continue? And I saw this one influencer, like people were like trashing her because she posted something. She's like, listen, guys, I'm contracted. I was paid for these, these posts. I can't just... Yeah no longer do my job i'm gonna get sued like i understand and i want to support and I, and the problem is bigger than me and my bathing suit because it was like a, a picture in a bathing suit for fashion nova or something mm -hmm. she was, please understand me also but one thing i did realize is that people welcome you know when i posted like a video of me bathing my dog like some people were like oh my god this you were so mean to her you were so mean to roxy i was so mad at you i was like leave her part. alone no she she has rights. She has rights. She, she was cold. Right. Yeah. She, <laughs> she has chihuahua rights. She has chihuahua. She's always trembling. She's mad dramatic. The water's warm. She's getting a bubble bath. She no. has her own towel. Nobody does that for me, Carolina. Okay? Bump it up a couple degrees, honey. I mean, you pay for the water. Shit. That water was, it looks so cold. That poor baby. Like her little nails were coming out. I was like, my baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I said, she made it through. But listen, when I posted <laughs> the video, some people were like, oh my God, that's so cute. Or you made me laugh or you took my mind off of like all, all this other like heavy, heavy stuff that's happening. So don't underestimate, you know, you talking to your followers, you that's, know, yeah. discussing mm -hmm. what's going on or, you know, even me, like sometimes I'm like, guys, I'm going to take a, a day to like really disconnect because I do a lot. Like I post a lot. I bring a lot of awareness. I do a lot of articles on power. It's like, we want to make sure everyone is, is super woke and everyone is getting the justice that they need. So sometimes I have to like recharge my battery. And I tell them, I'm like, good hey, for guys, you. I'm going to, I'm going to back off. Like today, I'm not really going to be on. And that's Saturdays. Saturdays are barely post and I barely go on social media. Good. But, um, social media is a weird place right now. And you know, I just fall off. I don't even make the announcement. I'm like, bye. I just, <laughs> I'm like, I'll be back when I'm back. You know, I just, I don't, it, and I, I need to say this because I think it's important for people to hear. Mm -hmm. I don't care about getting new followers and things like that. I care about the followers that I have that have been with me, mm -hmm. that ride with me, that understand why I take days off or why I don't come on. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, there's a big difference between people who are influencers. I'm not. Um, and I, I just value my relationship with the people who do follow me. And I think that there needs to be authenticity there and they know it. You know what I mean? So like for this influencer, for example, that you said got dragged because she posted uh, her swimsuits. Personally, I'll tell you, I had a program that was through the station. Mm -hmm. I reached out to the account executive and I said, I, I'm writing this to you. I hope you're well. I hope your family's well. We have a program coming up. I don't think it's in our best interest to post things like this of this nature right now, given the you know current situation in the news and how everybody's feeling. Um, you know, please let the company know that yeah. these are my thoughts. I'd love to hear where they want to go with it. And luckily, the company was receptive to that. And they said, you know what? Great point. You know, but it's like, you can't fault this young lady. You don't know the behind the scenes. 
she may well have written to these people and said, look, I can't do this right now. A contract is a contract and business is business and people need to make money. And that company probably said, we need the eyeballs that you have on your account and we need you to post right now. You know, so I just think it's like a time for people to be a little more understanding, be a little more flexible, treat people how you would want to be treated. I know it's the golden rule. It goes back to that, but it's, it's really true though. You know, it really is. It really, really is. Somebody's late 15 minutes, give them a break. You know what I mean? I think that that's really kind of like where you have to understand that, you know, you're, I had um, a situation too with like, you know, these car parades, these kids, you know, they have car parades and you got to go and celebrate all these kids and you feel bad because it's their birthday and quarantine. I, I swear to you with everything that's been going on, I forgot about one entirely. I sent the, in my opinion, the sincerest apology to the mother. And I said, I, I am so sorry. I did not RSVP. So I did not have it in my calendar. If it's not in my calendar, it's not happening. Cause that's just the way I live my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I sent a little gift and I said, you know, my sincerest apologies for us missing it. I hope she had a wonderful day, you know, but it's just like right now there's just a hell of a lot going on, you know? So you just got to give people a break. No, you have to, you have to. And, and it, right now it, it's a weird, it's a weird time. It's a very, very, very weird time. Everything is, 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 is happening at once, you know, but I, I just really, pray that you know the change continues to happen because change is happening like we, it we, is we didn't even were hype yesterday when they said there's not going to be any more plain clothes offices among right us, in the clubs with us like in in our own space eating with us you know watching what everybody's doing like we were like oh my god that's it no more dts you know when they target a lot of like inner city black and latino men, what is a, a dt yeah, like the undercover detectives. Oh, detectives. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. Like I didn't, they're, uh-huh. they're over here dressed in like plain clothes, going to the same clubs that we go to, watching mm-hmm. who, who pops bottles, trying to figure out their Instagram to then target them and investigate them. So it's like- Really? Yeah, that's what they do. And then you have the hip hop police, like they're another set of, of problematic police officers that we've always dealt with here in New York. So for NYPD to say, there are no longer going to be any more plainclothes officers amongst minorities, you know, just, just listen, put them in cop clothes. Let right. us see that there's a cop there. Don't let me commit all types of crimes <laughs> because it's, it's kind of like a trickery if you, if you ask me. So that- No, it's, it's hoodwinking. They're hoodwinking you. Exactly. And you know, yeah. over here smoking and drinking and you know, yeah. the money on the table and this guy next to us is like, oh, who are these people? Let's investigate them. We're not going to have any more of that. And that's, that's, that's a win. And I, really- well, I think it's just, I think, it, you know what, you, you bring up a great point because we live in America and we have our rights and, you know, and I think that that to a lot of people has been a violation of rights and it's been a violation of, you know, people's personal space or, you know, just like you mentioned, if you're out in a club and you decide to do whatever it is that you want to do and somebody's there monitoring you waiting, it's almost like they're waiting for somebody to fuck it up. You know what I mean? So that they can, yeah. 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 It's it's crazy. Then with social media, it was just like, oh, I see him. He's spending all this money. Does anybody know his his Instagram? Then they follow them. Then they investigate. Then they they wrap them up and then they wrap up the wife and then they, it it becomes a mess. I'm just happy. If you're a cop, I want to see that you're a cop. I want to see you're in your clothing. I want to understand that I shouldn't be doing anything faulty or crazy in front of you. So that's Mm -hmm. a win 
for us here in New York, you know, people are talking a lot about defunding the police and, you know, bringing, like I saw, I think it was San Francisco where they're no longer going to use police officers for like incidents involving, you know, uh, people with mental health issues, homeless. Oh, I did read about that. So um, that, what they're trying to do is bring in more therapists and social workers to handle situations like that where. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. where you have more specialized people who can address the issue rather than um, just arresting. And this has been um, a thought in this country for a long, long time. You know, a lot of the mental hospitals were shut down back in the day. And I, I can't give you the exact year, but I uh, have seen a documentary about the um, the treatment of people with mental health sickness in this country and how they've gotten lost in the shuffle and they get lost in the system. And, you know, there are a number of different prisons that have been, um, you know, erected because they just don't have the capacity. And it's because we have not been dealing with a lot of the issues that, you know, when a cop picks somebody up, they just throw them in jail and they don't ever fix or rehab or, you know, deal with the problem. So I think that's great. I think the shift in thinking is what I'm most celebrating. You know, the fact that we're going to sit down and look at policies and that there's a receptiveness to change. That's what I think is a win right now, you know? And we can't let up. Like the changes Mm -hmm. that are happening right now are, are, We've been waiting for this. This is history. No, this is history. Mm -hmm. People are not realizing like what's happening right now. Like things are changing. Finally, the people are being heard and, you know, much respect to all of our, you know, Gen Z, all of our millennials. They are out here. Let me tell you something. They are in the forefront. They're the ones that are at these marches at these protests organizing them getting their friends together grassroots exactly so don't say that they're lazy and they don't have anything better to do i take it back listen i take it back i saw a meme and i was like these gen z and these millennials are really making me proud right about now i'm doing my part you know i'm not out there in the crowd but i'm doing my part trust me i'm doing a lot i think there is a feeling of people who can't do enough and I, I'm one of those people. I don't feel like I can do enough. I think that I'm very limited in my um, scope of contribution and that bothers me. Um, you know, monetarily, I have given to several different organizations. Yeah. Um, that, I that speak about it. So but, yeah. but you know what? It's like there is that part of me. And I even said to Mark, you know, we watched the um, Sesame Street uh, racism. Hall. Yeah. The, the town hall on racism. And we watched the one on COVID-19 with our kids too. And I said to Mark, I go, you know, if this pandemic were not out here right now, I would love to take the boys to a protest in the middle of the day, a peaceful protest. Yeah to help them understand why this is such a monumental thing that's happening right now, because this is legitimately, we're living through history because the changes have needed to happen. There have been ways that different administrations have glossed over Republican, Democrat. I don't care who you talk to, but they both have done it. They've glossed over the race issue. And I think the time is now. So I'm very, very excited about what is to come. You know, I think that it's been a long time coming. And there was something that I heard um, on Tupac, I think a long time ago, he was talking about how 
the black people in America, it's not just about restitution. It's about, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, you know, they have, we have been here. He said, you know, we've been here, we've been your friends. And it's a wonderful quote. And I wish I knew it off the top of my head, but he was talking about how black people have given so much to this country yes. and, and it's time for them to just, just give us our rights. And Tupac was saying this in 90, what, and what year are we in now? It's 2020, it's you know? It, so I apologize for the rambling. I wish I remembered the quote better, but you can look it up or I'll find it for you. But do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember what he was, um, did you ever see that interview where he was talking about how black people aren't looking for 40 acres and a mule anymore? Our restitution of is, is of a different kind. It's a very, he's just, he was just unbelievable. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Today's his birthday and he was such a dope soul. Like he today is his birthday? Yeah, today's his birthday. It's crazy that you bring it up. Oh wow. Well, you know, Tupac, he may he rest in peace, you know, but like at least his words are still resonating really years, are. decades later. And that's why I thought it was like so crazy that, you know, today of all days. Wow, that's nuts. Um <laughs> well, I mean, I, I didn't well, we'll leave it at that then. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. we wrap it up after that. that <laughs> oh, Carolina, before we go, did you start yeah. watching Queen of the South? Okay, I did. And you're gonna be so proud of me. Okay, so what I watched did you watch? No, okay, so to be fair, I've only watched two episodes. Okay, okay. But you start only because Mark wants to watch it with me. This is exciting. Oh this is so amazing. he Yeah, yeah. He said he goes, Wait, don't watch the third episode without me. And I was like, Come on, I want to binge this. Like I I want to catch up. There's like three or four seasons, no? Like four seasons. You guys four seasons. Hooked. When I tell you hooked, I'm hooked. Well, he's only, we're only on the second or the third episode. And he said, don't watch it without me. He's like, cause then I don't want to have to catch up. I said, okay, so now tonight, what's tonight? Uh, oh yeah. Tonight we're going to watch it because then he has late nights coming up later on in the week. So I told him, I said, we better get like two and or I, three under our belt. At least watch two or three. You're going to, yes. you're going to love it. You see people, listen, I posted about it. They left me like 400 comments. Our really? Our followers love Teresita Mendoza and they love both of two. Wait till everything unfolds. You'll love both of two. Don't worry about it. Right now you might hate him, but you're going to love him later. Okay. I will let you know my thoughts. And I, of course, will keep you guys posted. And listen, you can always reach out to us on social. We're at L.I. Spanglish. And also you can reach out to me personally. I'm at The Real Carolina. And I am Honey German. That's the Instagram. Hit me on there. I'll make sure I try to get back to everyone looking all cute all right and you know that i didn't even have my video on because i look busted but okay. i made all the faces you needed and i gave you all the salsita and all the you did sasson thank you babe i love you bye-bye tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. I used to have so many men. 
How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.